Hi and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from Vital Learning. I am Morten Røvik and I am here as always with my good friend and colleague Lars Rotskill Hendriksen. Privet Lars. Privet Morten, good to see you as always and good to be with our listeners out there. We always start off with a quick reminder of the purpose of this podcast, which is to help you learn GTD or become even better GTDers. If you are new to GTD, we always recommend you go back and listen to episodes one through six of the podcast to get an introduction to the basics of GTD. Those are only available in audio form. So for those asking, I got a question recently on YouTube. So where to actually find these episodes? So perhaps we need to specify in the introduction that these are only available as audio version. So uh, you can find them in your podcast player. Today's episode number is number 94 of the podcast. And today's episode is another listener questions episode. Yes, it is. We have three listener questions that we are going to answer. And um, why don't we just dive right into it? So <laughs> the first question without any further ado. Let <laughs> very efficient, very, very productive uh, recording today. Question number one is from Alex. He says, one personal thing that I haven't been able to work with is context. I tried the standard computer, phone at home, at office, low energy, high energy, less than 30 minutes, less than half a day, and so on but nothing really worked for me. What I do now and what kind of works mostly for me is planning one to three tasks on the evening for the next day and then work in the, in quotes, context today on the next day. Did you come across people with this during your coaching who also struggle with contexts? The other GTD practices really work well for me, capturing, clarifying, organizing, having projects, areas of focus tasks, doing the weekly review regularly and so on. All the best and keep up the good work from Alex. The short answer, Alex, yes, we have come across this before. <laughs> so <laughs> this is nothing new for us. Um, at least I have had people uh, struggling with context and they say like uh, one of the most common things I hear is that I have, I am mostly working from my computer. So why on earth do I need anything else? Like mm -hmm. everything is on my computer anyway. And then I said, well, I would say then, well, you have more than one arena where you do work is maybe, you know, if you are on, on, only on your computer, maybe you need to be at the office physically for, for some physical work you need to do there, like empty the trash, water the flowers, talk to the boss, something you want to do physically or at home. But it is, it is a slippery slope. So what have you seen, Lars, that is, um, you know, um, the, the most common, uh, about context. <laughs> no, but That's I think overall, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think overall that that is, uh, and where I think we've spoken about this before, it's probably one of the most common criticisms of GTD is this with the context. I can do anything anywhere. Why do I need to actually put these on, on separate lists? Um, yeah, how do you want to choose your work? That would be, how do you go, go back to that question for me? So how would I actually, mm -hmm. when I sit down to do work, most easily choose the right things to work on at the right time. What do I need to see? How do I then organize it to make it most easy for me? And, uh, you know, it used to be the case that there were more, you know, differences in what you could be, be doing. Today, it has simplified for me as well. Um, but I, this is really something that I continue to play around with a lot. Um, so uh, at, at home, I have my ad computer and I have at home. And I want to keep them as separate lists because there are different mm -hmm. things. Sometimes I want to sit down at the computer and do some things. And sometimes I want to be, you know, fixing the, the bike or, you know, fixing the uh, air conditioning thing or whatever it might be. Um, and then mm -hmm. sometimes I want to sit down and, and order those things that I needed to order online and, and whatever else was at the, uh, at the computer. Mm -hmm. um, same at the summer house. So I've been playing around with having lists for inside and outside stuff needs to get done or having lists when, you know, in these days with the summer that we've had in, in the Nordics, at least, where it's been, you know, very hot and very wet and, and you know, really mixed. Uh, I've been playing mm. around with having lists that, you know, said, if it's dry outside, then I can do <laughs> this, right? <laughs> that's, that really describes, that sums up the summer, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that, that's, I, I'm sure this is going to be more and more people experimenting with that, uh, you know. Yeah. If the forest is not on fire, <laughs> I'm sorry, <Yeah. laughs> I make a joke on something very, very serious, but, but 
we are going to see um, we are going to see that if the if it's water in the streets, I, you know, what do I do? Mm. No, but um, to take us back to the to the question at hand is that um, I think the idea of well, let's go let's go back 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 is why my wife would say when we reverse the car go back back <laughs> she says this to me. so uh that means reverse the car go go backwards and um, but let's let's zoom out a little and then uh, ask yourself or ask ourselves or to explain the the trifle nature of work would you take us through the three parts of that, Lars? <laughs> just because you just got back from vacation, Morten, does not mean that you can just, you know. I am delegating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but I, I can do that because it's, it's no, ingrained no, we, in my we, inside we, of we my have the, brain. We, we have the, the planned work, of course, which is the things that mm. we have you know, told ourselves that have to happen. Uh, mm. So we've either, you know, put it on the calendar, it has to happen, or we put it on the list. We've already mm. defined that this is something we need to, to do something mm. about. So predefined work. The unplanned work, yeah. Then we have the unplanned work stuff that just shows up that we need mm. to deal with in that moment or hasn't found its its way into our, our systems yet. And then we have defining mm. work, clarifying mm. and organizing the, the stuff that has showed up in our different mm. inboxes. Yeah. And and what we are talking about now is doing predefined work. So you mm -hmm. plan what you need to do. There's not work that shows up, but you, you have some time discretionary or you've taken time on your calendar to do work you plan to do before. And the idea here is that if you have done that, you've decided this is what I want to do, then you can slice and dice it. You know, I, I come back to this, getting things done is not religion, guys. It's mm. girls. And uh, it's, it's, um, it's a set of practices and you will understand if you're doing it correctly because your brain will be freed up to be present in the moment. There's nothing that uh, pulls on your attention away from what you're doing in the moment. So, so if you are feeling that you're... Um, system is not supporting that you maybe need to take a step back and ask yourself what do I need to do to make that happen so uh, I don't know what do you think uh, about that definition as a starter hmm. yeah absolutely that's a, certainly a good good starting point um, mm. the one thing that I would you know so so he he says what what kind of works for me is planning one to three tasks for the next day um, yeah. I've certainly seen that as well for mm -hmm. work very well for some people some people do that on the evening and plan for what they do the next day some people mm -hmm. uh, then that was on the podcast for before the summer break mentioned at one point that he would put five things on a list separately pick that from his next actions and he would do those five first and then he would get back to his complete system pick five new ones right so there mm -hmm. are different variations on on, on this and and you know, mm -hmm. again if that works for you then 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 great what i would be just just keep an eye out for is that depending on your work it can sometimes be difficult to actually define what is going to happen the next day and then mm -hmm. how are you flexible to then replan that yep. and does that actually make sense right mm -hmm. The way that I am handling this myself is, I, why don't we just open up our systems to people and tell us what next action context list we have. I have one for the office, one for Mac, one for at home, one for errands, and one for we Slovica, uh, which is our camping site. We have a caravan park there where we go in the weekends to relax and swim and uh, enjoy outside outdoor life. And those are the five contexts, contexts that I have now. Um, how many do you have, Lars? Could you list them? Um, so work-wise, I have the, uh, the at work. I have uh, uh, finance-related, sales-related zombie <laughs> videos to watch. And then, yeah, uh, the someday maybe is waiting for us, those kinds of mm -hmm. things. And for your personal ones, you would like to... Talk about uh, personal ones besides all of the secret? agenda ones uh, they're yeah. top secret no that those, those really are the ones that i just mentioned uh mm. at home mac at home mm. uh, at the summer and house so those really the are the three okay. ones that i have i've been you know so, continue my continuous journey towards having as little on the list as possible uh, yeah. also impacts now the mm. <laughs> the number of lists that i have yeah and for those of you who don't understand what we are talking about now is that we have um, we've started a journey more or less together um without 
telling each other or maybe very inspiring each other <laughs> but to to simplify our getting things done system so our list system and, and practice make it as simple as possible um so when when we look at context you know i've been trying the zombie list that didn't work i tried the less than five minutes 30 minutes half an hour you know some one hour and that didn't work for me at all so so i'm i'm leaning towards or what i'm doing now is that when i'm uh, doing my weekly review i am trying to to um, mark uh, some as i would like to get this done during the week that follows and Ooh. and and that is just a way to tell myself that this 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 if i can make them that will make me happy that will make if i can cross this off next week i will be good and uh, and then I, what i do is the same day or the day before i go in and i pick when i look at the calendar i look at how busy is my day for that's you know what i blocked out time either two and i block out time to do projects i work on projects i move on bigger blocks so my next actions could be the the first thing of what i do and then i just do next actions as they show up in my in my brain, let's say I've, I have now, later today, I have uh, Outlook tasks on PC for I'm going to do a seminar. I have to revisit how to do that and then the, just ch check out Outlook tasks on, um, on, on the PC. It's going to be take me, a, you know, 45 minutes or something. That's on my calendar because I know this. I'm, I'm not attracted to PC. I'm not attracted to doing Outlook tasks. So it's going to be a little painful. Um, but I have to, I have to relearn how to do that. And I set aside time to do that. So I'm, I use the calendar as my prioritization system. So I set aside time to do what I think I must do. There's a seminar next week. Um, and, but at, uh, at the same time, I also prioritize what would I, what do I need to get done today? That's not on my calendar that I would very, very much like to get done. I will feel better if it's done. Then I, I do, um, I make it a, a full day event uh, and put it in the, um, you know, the my day view of, of the app that I'm using uh, or today view. So so it, it, it reminds me of the things that I, I, I would like to get done throughout this day, if anything else. And that, that is, that can be, and that is not context wise actually because i can have do an errand on there that needs i need to get out of the office and go to the some shopping mall or or some um you know some shop somewhere to pick up something or buy something um but that is uh, and that is working fairly well for me i think the combination of using the the calendar as a hard landscape saying that i'm committing to work and working on this project not only using the calendar as a meeting but also a meeting with yourself where you are going to do work mm. plus the, um, the full day uh, events. Um, they don't show up on my calendar. They're only in my list system, but I have, I have them visible for me when I want to. I have um, a way of showing them as a widget on my, my screen. So when I remove all the, I just do this on my, this <laughs> with my hand on the, on the trackpad and then it's visible it's uh, embedded yeah, in those of you on thing. audio modern is doing kind of a jedi gesture i think yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> no and that's five, five finger uh, what, what gesture yeah <laughs> it's like i'm doing thing. something completely different yes <laughs> yeah so yeah. uh no so i have um that is actually one of the things that I'm, you know, playing around with in my system right now in, in order to optimize when it comes to dates. That's why I thought also this was a, a good question to, to look at um, today. So, so um, right now in my system, of course, I have my calendar date stuff will, will show up there. Um, we also have the CRM system for, for mm. customers um, that also shows up in my calendar. And I have mm. dates on things in the reminders application. Mm. So those are the three things where or areas where, where dates can show up. And I still find sometimes that either I, I tend to plan too many things for a single day or there will be, you know, something that that planning Lars a month ago thought was really smart if I could be reminded of today. <laughs> but now that I'm looking at it today, I'm like, what? Like, Why would I want to do that? Right. Um, yep. 
I know that I also have a tendency, and I think there was a there was this balanced processor profile where where it's common that you have a tendency to want to use uh, ticklers, so uh, date specific items as opposed to someday maybe's instead. And I can certainly recognize that in myself that I need to be be better at that. Um, using the someday maybe list. So that, that's part of what I do to handle that. That's something that I'm, I'm playing around with. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I think to, to sum it all up, it's really about, you know, setting up those lists the way that they, that they work for you, whether it's day specific, whether it's context. One thing that I was playing around with recently was stuff that I have to do versus that I would like to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it can be hobbies or it can be just, you know, I really want to prioritize this for the for the company. Um, and just, you know, there's, there seems to be a difference in, in my mind between those two. So perhaps I'll, I'll play around with, uh, you know, uh, differentiating the two of those that actually happened this summer as well. When I was looking at my areas of focus, there's something I have areas of focus and accountability. Some things I'm accountable for, some things mm. I have focus on. And I actually hmm. ended up splitting those two up, so now they're two separate mind maps on the you know the same uh, same page, so to speak. So hmm. again, play around with it, see what works for you. Um, hmm. If that works, we were planning one to three tasks for the next day. Great. Hmm. And the, the idea is that play around with it, try what works yeah. for you, and 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 I tell all my coaching clients um, that if you really really want to get good at getting things done, you have to really get in tune with you. So, so, mm. so, and with that, I mean that you need to be, uh, or try to be more and more aware of how you think, how, yeah. what I'm, what, what your emotions are in the moment. So, so if I feel at, you know, looking at a task at my list and I go, oh, I don't want to do that. And then just to stop and, and for a second and ask yourself, why is it not well defined enough? Next action doesn't have a high enough, um, uh, it's not high enough on on the totem pole of, of of importance for me. Why why do I why do I not want to make uh, to do this, and um, and that and then and or and then ask yourself, you know, is it uh, is the next action defined, uh, clear, you know, clarified enough, so it is really a next action or is it something else? Because it is a lot of things that you can do is like for instance if you don't clarify your next actions really clarify them so that go back to listen to the clarified uh, clarify, clarify, clarify clarified. episode <laughs> <And> because <clears throat> because to be really clarified uh, uh, it, it really needs to get really good <laughs> very well de defined uh, to be attractive to you but it can also be that you you know it's you lost interest in something and you go back and say, why is this on my list? And you feel reluctant removing things on your list. And I think that a uh, um, well-seasoned digitier uh, can look at something and say, this is not going to happen. Let me just delete that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember no. when I started with getting things done, it was like everything you need to get done, absolutely everything on my list is going to go, ah, I have too much to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dummy, <laughs> you do. I have to tell myself, uh, you need to scale down. So, yeah. Okay. Um, should we move on, by the way? Let's uh, do that. Let's head on over to question number two, which is mm -hmm. from Yuka. He says, hi, in recent years, I've truly enjoyed your podcast and all the small tips and tricks you've provided for us GCDers. Great to hear that you come. Um, for over a decade, I've been using GCD in varying degrees during my studies and work. From time to time, I tend to reevaluate my GCD system and workflow. And in recent years has meant a transition from digital tools to analog tools. Even though I spend a lot of time at my computer, I don't always have it with me when I'm doing work. That's why pen and paper have eventually become my number one choice of tools. Hmm. There was a lot that resonated with me when you talked about the GCD Road Warrior tools and setups you've seen in the, um, the episode back then. I noticed, however, that the most of the non-digital tools seemed centered around making small notes and capturing ideas and stuff, while the rest of the system was in the proper office, workspace, and computer. 
I would love to hear your thoughts on some future episode about fully or almost fully non-digital GCD solution. I myself have found a concept called Everbook, which works fine for my needs. I've managed to organize my workflow so that I have most of the things in my GCD system in paper form so I can capture, process, organize, review, and get things done and do my weekly review without my digital devices. Thanks again for the podcast. It's always a joy to listening to what you guys have to say and offer. Best regards from Yuka. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Yuka. Good question. Yeah. And we talked about a little in the, the pre-show that we have um, seen in the wild people who go total paper. Um, I can go first and give my anecdote. Back in 2010, I attended one of my first making it all work with David Allen seminars um, where I remember I got to sit next to in the on the table to one of uh, the um, C he was the CEO of uh, one of the really big global companies he was very young I was kind of like shocked when he told me his title and what he was doing but he was a global director CEO of the, this operations of this huge company um, and he, he told me that, you know, he has a paper-based getting things done system. All his list was on paper. And he says that I do this because I need to slow down my thinking. Hmm. Uh, because my decisions, uh, what I decide to do, or what I give my attention to, um, affects the whole global structure of our company. So, and, and I think that is key. If you want to slow down yourself, no matter what, that might be... Um, then paper might work for you. Do you have some anecdotes of getting things done system paper based yeah, in the I wild? I think the you know some of the the listeners will be familiar with this that we um, we had a presentation at the summer camp gcdsummercamp.com uh, plug. Um, we mm -hmm. had a presentation there um, with a, a completely um, um, analog system, and there was it was just. We t we talk about this a lot in, in you know the GTD community and it's interesting to see and there was there was a lot of uh, interest in actually you know playing around with it. I don't think many people converted to an analog system after that, but it was just nice to see you know nice to see the 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 pieces of paper in use and uh, how they were captured there, how they were reused, how they were organized in a in a small box. I mean, there was just something really you know attracted in in mm. in the way that this was was organized and you know sitting down and i remember uh, torbjorn who is now a, a certified trainer actually um in, in denmark he he um he talked also about how he was able to you know lay everything out and mm. and i remember that visualization you know having all your let's say each project had its own card in your box and you were able to get an overview of your projects put them all out on the on the table right um and, and we had that visualization in, in some previous um, course materials and um, when mm. we when we delivered the level one with this paper system and it always sort of I was always curious to see what would it actually look like uh, because mm. the projects this is something that for me it it works now because I have been able to minimize it to the amount to the to the level that I have so I have so few projects now but I've been playing around with having you know a PowerPoint presentation with each project on a separate list or I have made a Gantt mm. chart or I have put it up on the wall or I have you know yeah. really still trying to play around with that format and perhaps the the paper format would actually be be even better so yeah mm. we've seen it but you know we don't see it a lot I think the most no. common the most common thing that I probably have seen when it comes to to analog version is, I, I still come across more and more people that say, um, I don't want to open my computer when I get home. Mm. I want to use GCD when I get home. I want to have that list uh, available, but I have to I have to make it in in in, in a paper mm. form instead of a, yeah. a digital version. Yeah. So I, I see that probably, that um, yeah. but again, still not a lot of people, but but. I think some people, I don't know if Denmark is different from Norway in, in that sense. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But some, um, and what we are talking about now is the getting things done list system. So we talk about the um, list, uh, lists for uh, decide outcomes, personal work related, next actions lists, waiting for is, we talk about agenda for lists for um, people someday maybes etc and and to have them i just what i suggest we do is that we go for a cons first and then we go for the pros 
for a paper-based system because you know we 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 understand these things and i will show you i have um i'm going to show for those of you who are on youtube which is a big plug uh, just google it <laughs> you'll find my channel not lars because lars has more subscribers than me please subscribe to me <laughs> okay so but um um no to to um uh the, let's go cons so so what i see for cons against you know what what are the arguments against paper uh one is that it doesn't sync that can also be a con because some people have very highly sensitive things on their list that i don't want synced so it might be a pro and might be a con uh, uh it's not possible to back it up easily um that is probably my highest um, you know negative for this um it's and it's slower which might also be a pro uh, for mm. this do you, what do you see for cons <laughs> you have to carry I it with you it's bigger I, it, 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 was it the case that all the pros were also cons you yeah know, for were, for some really them. two sides <laughs> yeah there is two sides to the same point yeah, yeah. you know can, yeah, yeah exactly Mm. No, but I feel the same way. It, it's mm. uh, very familiar. I think what would what with, you know, why I don't have a uh, um, a digital or sorry, an analog system. Um, I think some of it is emails. Um, the integration between emails and list manager is just mm. it makes it so much easier for me that they are all all connected, so That's we can follow up with people. Yeah. That that's I think the you know so much of the work is already in digital form, so mm. it makes sense that my list manager is there as well. Um, mm. Faster easier to to organize easier to search just you know mm -hmm. the i think just you know what what is just you know naturally available when you make things digital mm -hmm. is is also part of the the, the pros list for me as to why i would mm -hmm. want to have it in in digital form um, mm -hmm. But I certainly still use, uh, you know, the, the analog tools as well. Um, I actually just used the last piece of, of paper on uh, on this one here, so you can see that <laughs> this there's, there's there's quite a number of, of pieces of paper that been have been used, and uh, yeah, I'll fill that up. And uh, yeah, oh, you need to refill soon as well. Yeah. Um, no, so I certainly use uh, use that. I have my. Uh, um, the good old GTD wallet as well that I sometimes use to to capture things. Um, so so certainly still use it, but uh, um, yeah, I probably won't be switching anytime soon. No, but you no. you also take notes in like semi semi analog notes, I guess. Yeah, on the... I wouldn't call that mm -hmm. part of my list system, but I use Remarkable for for notes, um, meeting mm -hmm. notes, coaching notes, um, mind maps. I play around and, and, and that has been working very well for me. I've been playing around with um, Rocketbook as well for that. That's um, more an analog part where you scan pages by taking photo with, with an app on your phone. Um, but I wanted to show for those who can see the camera, I will go full screen on me. This is, oops, let's not kill the microphone. This is, um, not, not kill the system. So this is um, um, a paper-based uh, loose-leaf system called Atoma, A-T-O-M-A, uh, and they are made in Belgium. So if you search for Atoma, Belgium, I'm sure you will find this. But it is a paper-based system where you can take you can take notes. And what is really genius about this system is it's very easy to take a page out. And you can put it somewhere else. It's fairly easy. I can't show it on the camera now because it's. Um, uh, I have to put it down, <laughs> but it, uh, to to put it back. But it is fairly easy to move pages around, and when you move pages around, it makes it um, possible to make lists that you can. You know, when you're finished a paper, you can move it. So what I suggest that you you use in if you use Anatoma is to buy uh, page dividers where you have. Um, uh, you know the, these divider tabs that shows you you can make lists by the divider tab so you have one list one divider tab called desired outcomes you have and then two pages within that called um, maybe you know desired outcomes personal and pers and and then another for work um, and and then create next actions um, behind that where you can have uh, one page is office one is PC, one is us, etc. Mm. So it, it is possible to create a good system for that in paper-based. But for me, it's um, it's a little too slow. 
but I'm sure if I was, uh, and, and we mentioned that, or we talked about this briefly in the in the pre-show. Is if you have a, like a you know condition or some some part of you need to slow down to make good decisions. So, so well, if you have HDID, uh, maybe that could be a, a way to slow your thinking down to make sure that what you put on your list is actually something that needs to get done, done seriously. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and I um, I think that might be uh, good. And then uh, if you have, you need to slow yourself down for make high level thinking. So you, what what goes on your lists really must go on your lists. So. And I would like to thank uh, in the GTD community in in Europe. Um, we have two very active people also, who is also at gtdsummercamp.com Just um, <laughs> uh, and Sebastian who put me on to Atoma thank you um, for putting me on to Atoma and they sh just show their tools in the the, the, the year before uh, 2022 I think they showed mm. me this and I got a little intrigued mm. Yeah, yeah, it looks nice. Looks yeah. also like a and nice quality and uh, something you want to to work with. And, and this this is this is the I have on a you know you have more the the plasticky ones, but this is the I bought uh, the leather one uh, just for f the feel and look and hmm, mm. it smells leather. It's gonna be like <laughs> <laughs> never never underestimate the the the, physical, the tactile feeling of something and the. Yeah. And the yeah, yeah, your, your list system on your phone uh, will not will not smell of leather. So that's an added <laughs> bonus for. <laughs> oh, maybe uh, the iPhone 15 is coming, right? So you never know. what little little smell smell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever adapter. <laughs> Yes, but uh, but yeah, no. Coming back to you, because original mm. question about a fully non-digital GTD system, we don't see that very often. There is a there is mm. a mix, and that's exactly what Yuka is mentioning mm. as well. That you know, people will capture uh, analog, mm. but the list systems will be digital, and that is that really mm. is the case for most people. It was very inspiring, like I said, to see Torbjörn's uh, system. I think we have an article somewhere on the website uh, where he uh, walks through it. So mm. perhaps you can find that Yuka. Uh, I'll see if I can put it in the show notes as well. Well, um, it's interesting to, to see how how that works, and yeah, mm. um, yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can find that, put it in the yeah. in the show notes. And and the, some of the things that that's good with getting things done is that you know that <laughs> we we've all done this. I'm sure uh, you found an article. 10 things you didn't know about productivity or something. I think uh, five things you must know. And then you start reading and you go, mm, okay. And then you wasted a lot of time. We call that productivity pornography. But to fiddle around with your system in a productive manner where you're not doing productivity pornography is to, to, to focus on how do I feel about my system? How does it does it attract me? Am I doing the right things? Do I feel good about what I'm doing? If not, what do I need to change? Uh, do I need to to look at my higher, higher horizons? Do I have the right direction? Am I in the right work? You know, am, am I working at the right place? And something is if something is off in your life, you can use getting things done to get a clear head and then find out what you need to change. Um, and I think that is um, you know the hallmark of a, a seasoned GTD or just the ability to to reflect uh, on how you feel about what you're doing in your life mm -hmm. any comments yeah, that awareness. yeah no but that awareness that that makes sense and again that's perhaps also a part of what makes gtd difficult because it's not an awareness that you have the bandwidth to spend on when you don't already use gtd so perhaps there's yeah. a chicken and egg uh, thing there as well yeah well, should well, we Clarify, sorry, capture comes before higher horizons. That's for sure. That's not a chicken and egg question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. So, question number three is from Ivan. He says, Hi, guys. As always, love the podcast. Just, just had a long drive over the last few days. So, I crossed up five or six episodes. Wow. That's, a, that's an accomplishment. <laughs> Ivan, well done. Well done. Uh, he says, I came across one episode discussing the areas of focus and maintaining them outside of your organizational structure for projects and next actions. I use OmniFocused and as of recent, I've been struggling with the shame of taking on too much work. 
angry smiley or sad smiley. Um, as a result, my structure has gotten very complex and I'm having a hard time sorting out what I'm committed to and if I'm committed to the right things. I'm doing a mini weekly review to get in order, but I also think simplifying my system could help a lot. I'm wondering what is the recommended organization structure in a tool like OmniFocus. As an owner of business, I have lots of areas of responsibility, even with people underneath me. Currently, they are all in OmniFocus with projects and next actions under them. I'm playing around with stripping all of that and only going with, and then he has a headline, says business, and then he has active projects, maintenance projects, and on hold projects, and then a personal headline with active projects, maintenance projects, and on hold projects as well. He says, this would greatly simplify my system as well as give me clarity on how much work I've taken on at any time. I'm curious on your thoughts and where do all of the single non-project next actions go? Keep up the awesome work. Always enjoy the listen from Ivan. Thanks so much, Ivan. Thank you so much, Ivan. The last, the last question is very easy to answer. Uh, it goes on a single actions list. Yeah. Very easy. Uh, context called single actions. So <laughs> that that, that, that out of the way. way. <laughs> that one out of the way. So how would you tackle the rest of them? <clears throat> yes. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. I, mean, I should I should have taken the easy one. No. Um, Again, I think this comes back to what we spoke about before, you know, the simplification that we've gone through and this, you know, so he refers to having this set up in OmniFocus, but this mm. could probably, yeah, you can relate from your OmniFocus days, but also from mm. my to-do's days, how much, you know, the, the structure in there organized from, from areas of focus, I would have that long list. Mm. Um, and, and simplifying that really was... Uh, was a benefit. I have seen sometimes that I could perhaps miss it in the way that I set things up right now. But, mm. you know, in his simplification, it really sounds like it would be a, a big help to actually set it up this way. Um, so he would go to mm. active projects, maintenance projects, and on hold projects. I would actually be curious to hear, well, it's it's a bit hard to ask an email for, for clarification, but I'm wondering what the value in active projects and maintenance project would be uh, in the difference. I'm wondering if whether mm. it's really uh, maybe these Maybe it's, it's are, a recurring project, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it sounds like, but I'm, I'm wondering whether it's really, this is uh, business critical for keeping the business running and the other ones are really projects for developing the business or new ideas. I'm wondering whether that might be the, mm. the distinction because then I would be able to use that as a priority. These are the mm. things that actually, these are projects are more important because we want to maintain the business. It would be really nice if we could develop the business as well, but the starting point must be to actually keep the business going. So I'm wondering mm. whether that might be the distinction. Anyway, um, certainly simplification of that projects list sounds like a good idea for, for Ivan. I'm, I'm still wondering whether I will go back and actually start to make the system more complex again. But for now, I'm, I'm really happy to have that very simple list. I just have my one called projects-vl projects for vital learning. Um, mm. That's where I have my projects for, for work. Um, mm. Same at home, projects private. private. And I have my projects there, and I've really simplified mm. that a lot. I work a lot more mm. with my um, my uh, areas of focus now as well, and have that as a separate list, and really enjoy not not blending those two uh, those mm. two together. I'm I'm just reminded yeah. of that. This is this is you know I and I would really like to you know if if we had one or two coaching hours with Ivan, we would sort this out fairly quickly because then you will look at mm. your system and then, but we are not there, Ivan. Uh, there's, by the way, for those of you who are listening, a very, uh, you know, the, all the getting things done coaches in the world are really good at what they're doing. I'm sorry, but we are. <laughs> We've been dabbling around with this for a long time. So if you're, uh, you know, find your, uh, your regional um, GTD coach and uh, ask for a couple of hours of their time to, to look at your system and, and see what they can find. Um, that might be um, a good good idea. But to when I'm listening to his question, my my gut feeling is telling me that he he has a lot of things uh, you know he's he's um uh, he, he's not applying the the seriously filter within the what i call the bullshit filter seriously filter before making a decision that might be mm. um, because you know that the the, the day uh, sorry the you, you know the day has only 24 hours you can't fill it with more you have to have a life somewhat 
if you want. <laughs> uh, but, 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 and then there is always more to do than there is time. And if that, that is true, you have to, 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 because what I see a lot, I don't know if you see this, Lars, but I see a lot when people are, um, you know, been doing getting things done for, for a while and, you know, starting getting, um, um, you know, getting a knack of it. They, they tend to, to capture a lot. And they yeah. they clarify a lot without discretion at all. And their systems uh, systems are bloated. There is too much. And it's kind of just look at your system. I, you know, I get nauseous. Uh, you yeah. know, <laughs> how can you manage this? <laughs> Give me a heart attack just looking at this. Uh, I could not relate to this. And then just, um, you know, make decision on what, what really is important that really needs to get done and focus on that. And then let, let's just say the rest of it, there is no time or delegate to some person, learn how to delegate by using the natural planning model well. Um, that, that might be my, my take on this. Uh, do, what, what, what is your gut feeling when you, you listen to this or you read this? Yeah, email? yeah that, that, sounds, that sounds, uh, sounds likely. And I think perhaps it comes back to the, the Clarify Clarified episode once yeah. again to really be, be, be much more aware of that. Mm. Um, we did that, uh, and again, thanks to Gregory for, for you know, uh, pointing us to making that episode because I have mm. heard from multiple people that they actually uh, mm. really enjoyed that, uh, mm. that, that episode uh, and, and then we'll refer back to it. And I think it'll be important because, again, how much we put on our lists. Uh, that's, I think, one of the key takeaways if I reflect back on my system over the last couple of years where I've, as I've mentioned on the podcast, really been trying to minimize the number of active projects mm -hmm. that I that I have. And that is that is now, I think, <laughs> now it's starting to look like what I want it to, to look like, mm -hmm. where I can actually mm -hmm. now hit on over to that someday maybe list. So I'm really... Mm -hmm. You know, being really tough on the stuff that shows up and really saying hello to mm. no to a lot more because there used to be so many things that I would put on the list that I would that would be nice to get done or that I would mm. like to do. And there are some mm. things that I have to do. And again, coming back to that that mix, mm. um, really starting to to be much more aware of this, I think, uh, mm. because that then does if you're not really good at clarifying, then you end up with that big big projects list. Um, could also be a delegation question. So mm -hmm. if I had sits at the, you know, a, a place in the organizational structure where it sounds like he has uh, a lot of people to to delegate to, then I think the the delegation part could also be something to um, to keep in mm -hmm. mind to make sure that mm -hmm. we have the right um, areas of responsibility, that we have the right projects at the with the mm -hmm. right people. Um, just a, a, a thought, but one one book that I'm listening to right now is uh, the uh, Holacracy book. So mm -hmm. I'm just now reading um, uh, about that. I think I've read it a while back, but now I'm rereading it now, and we're we're playing around with some of the uh, ideas and concepts in it for for meetings. But also having those uh, circles and having that um, responsibility and and ownership, making sure that it's distributed to the right people. Um, mm -hmm. Perhaps that could be something to um, to also listen to. It's a I think it's a four hour read on on Audible, so it's it's pretty mm -hmm. pretty quick. Um, perhaps that could be used as inspiration as well to make sure that we have mm. the right people doing the, the right things and not overwhelming his his lists. Yeah, and we, we made a, an episode on the natural planning model some time back, and I'm sure if you look in the episode, um, I'm sure Lars would put which <laughs> episode number that is in the <clears throat> in the show notes, so you can find it. The 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 the, the problem yeah, is that so, sorry. Number 10. Number 10. Okay. So, uh, the, the, um, but I'm sure you will put it in the show notes anyway, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Great. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking that um, imagine, and I'm talking to you, the listener now, and the viewer, imagine a reality where you have, you know, the, the, the best amount of the right things to do. And only that, so that when you close the office or leave your work at the end of the day, you feel good about what you've done. You feel that you've made meaningful progress on what's most, most important for you and your company that you are a part of. And that you get home and you do the same at home. You do the most meaningful work or you use time on the most meaningful relationships that you have. That, so that you feel good about who you are and your life. That is getting things done. If you're not feeling that, 
I'm not saying that this getting things done cannot fix fix everything. It can't fix conditions. It can't fix mental, you know, illnesses. Um, but it if uh, it can help you live a more meaningful life. And, um, and ask yourself: Are you there, where you want? Are you there where you want to be with your life? If not, ask yourself: How can I change this? What can I do? Does that make sense to you, Lars? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Um, I think the last coming back to to Ivan's um, question about simplifying this again. One one angle that I also like to explore is what are we optimizing for? So whenever mm. we're doing something, we are optimizing for for one thing. And I, what I tend to see is that people try to optimize for multiple things at once, and that really just optimizes for none of them. Right. So yeah. the classic example could be the shared projects list, which mm. You know, it, that that could also be what, what is happening, that, that he's trying to maintain an overview of all the different projects going on. Um, mm. And that can certainly be helpful when you sit down with the team, right? So you want to have an overview of the projects going on, coming back to Holacracy again, that, that's one of the, the concepts there for, for a circle, the active projects, what's the, what's the status on those? Great to have a shared overview of that. That does not help me when I sit down to do my work. So I want to have mm. my own separate list. Um, so that's part of the reason why it was so helpful for me to, to set up my own projects list, simplify it away from the areas of mm. focus and accountability, and just keep it uh, plain and straightforward because that gives mm. me an overview. What am I working on right now? So I can actually mm. get those projects done and get some new ones on the list. Mm. I used to have, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to pick a random number, but let's say a really large number going on at the same time. And obviously mm. it would just take, you know, so much longer for the for them to be completed. So more mm. focus on fewer projects. Um, that, that helped me with just having that single list. Because if they're spread out in too many different locations, I'm sure there are tricks in OmniFocus where mm. you can see all the projects going on. Um, for me, having that more simple, straightforward list is, uh, is a big help. Hmm. Simplifying your getting things done is never wrong. Hmm. Uh, it, I think David would, would um, well, let me paraphrase him. It has to be as complex as it needs to be, but not more. Hmm. Yeah. So, you know, so, as simple as you can get it, but not more simple. So it has to encompass your life and your reality and be lean and mean and fast to use. And um, if you don't know how to use it well, <clears throat> you will maintain it and your head will be um, used for what is intended for being present and being you know, innovative and problem solving and, um, and uh, enjoying life. Yes. Um, Am I wrong or was that the last question? That was the... No, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, all right. that's, that's what we picked out. We had those yeah. uh, three questions. So thanks to Alex, thanks to Yuka, thanks to Ivan for, mm. the, for the question. Um, yeah. So we do capture them in the, uh, the spreadsheet that we have for all of the listener questions. Mm. So when you send them in, we do, we do put them there. If you have any mm. other questions, be sure to let us know. It might take a while, mm. <laughs> but we will get to them. We, yeah. uh, we, we, we promise. So thanks. And hopefully this was helpful mm. for those of you who posed those questions and for those of you listening along as, as mm. well. And before we leave this subject, is I think uh, we, I will go back and listen. But I think you said it was this was episode ninety four, and I think that, that uh, yeah, it is ninety six. But you said ninety four, so and I think that's because it's listening listener questions number fourteen. So that's probably correct. Four ninety four. Yeah. So <laughs> just to set things straight here, so. <laughs> We will maybe I will bleep that into the the the. Uh, that's okay, but okay. we have smart listeners. I'm sure yes. they will. They, they will manage that. I but we sure. have something else to remind them about, which is that mm -hmm. we are approaching number 100, and we are closer than I might have said. So whether it's 94 uh, or 96, we are slowly approaching that. And as we've mentioned earlier, we were hoping to uh, ask a favor of those of you mm -hmm. out there listening. Um, this is a big milestone for us. We um, we never thought that we would make it this far. <laughs> no, but it's uh, you know it's it's uh, we really want to make it a, a special episode. So we. Uh, we, we'd love to hear from you, whether it's a quick email, an audio snippet, even better, a quick video. Um, some of you have already uh, let me know that you will make a video. Really appreciate that. Please do mm. record it and send it to us. Uh, hoping to hear from as many of you as possible. 
um, podcast.advisorlearning.dk is a great place to to send it. So uh, mm. be sure to record that. Doesn't have to be fancy. Doesn't have to be advanced or high quality. Just a quick mm. hi. We'll uh, we'll do and we'll um, we'll make mm. a fun episode for episode number one hundred. Yeah. If you have a question or if you think that we have helped you um, help celebrate our hundredth episode, that would be great. Um, and uh, we are now at uh, the end of the, 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 the story of today. So we are, this, these <laughs> episodes get longer and longer. We are now at 50 minutes. <laughs> so uh, will you take us out, Lars? Yes, and we can do that the quick way, which is just a reminder for you to head on over to vitallearning.eu. Have a look around. You'll see all of the different offerings, getting things done, crucial conversations, etc. You can learn more information about that, and you can find links to the different country websites in the Nordics Plus. So you'll find all the information there, vitallearning.eu. If you are outside of the Nordics Plus, then head on over to cruciallearning.com to find your local partners. Indeed. And uh, if you like what you do and want to show your appreciation as well as sending us an episode, uh, for, sorry, so a video or a audio or uh, an email for the 100th episode, you can... the episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that would be a little too much. But if you, if you, uh, you know, like and subscribe, you know, help us grow our audience by showing, uh, you know, showing your appreciation with a star or something or probably five uh, somewhere <laughs> that would be cool uh, we have a, a lot of people listening on Spotify who's uh, who's been all, all of them very positive so thank you for that uh, Apple uh, podcast uh, as well um, uh, actually audible we are even there so, and I think we are even in Google podcasts now and I don't, I'm not sure if they have a rating system but if you have a rating system in your podcast or um, you're listening on YouTube please give us a rating thank you and without words I will say like always thank you for listening and stay safe and stay productive bye 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 everyone